There are many stories of the strange and unusual. Some are true, others are not. Misfits Audio is proud to present Strange Stories, a collection of tales by Mike Murphy that can take place on any world at any time. We hope our cast entertains you with these tales of the supernatural and the fantastic. It was about a quarter to ten, four or five Saturday mornings ago, when I first saw the book. I was walking down Everett Street when I felt my right foot kick something. It turned out to be a very nice leather-bound book. On the spine and the front cover, in gold leaf, was the name Jonathan Willoway. I opened the book. That name was also on the front page. Below it were four handwritten addresses. The first three had been crossed out. The last one, which I took to be his current address, was only a few blocks away. I had nothing going on, so I decided to do a good deed and return the book to its owner, Jonathan Willoway. I wish I hadn't. Yes? Are you Jonathan Willoway? Yes, but if you're looking for a contribution, I'm afraid... No, you've got me wrong. My name is Brian Russo, and I'm not looking for anything. Actually, I've got something you might want back. Really? What? I believe this is yours. Here. I stumbled on it on Everett Street. Well, I didn't really stumble. I... I didn't even trip, really. Your your address was on the inside, so I thought I... What kind of a trick is this? trick. I I don't get... How do you know all this information about me? Are you one of those identity thieves? No. Then how could you possibly know all this? Uh, Mr. Willoway, I I didn't look at the book, except for your address. I I don't even know what's in it. It looked like a nice old book, so I thought I'd return it to you. That's all. A likely story. Mr. Russo, if that's what your name really is, if you're not off my porch in five minutes, I'm calling the cops. Huh. Some people. What's that old saying about no good deed ever going unpunished? A simple act of kindness has turned into an unpleasant meeting for Brian Russo. What could it possibly be about the book that has upset Jonathan Willoway so? We'll be right back with Biography. More than a month has passed. Brian Russo is sitting at a local diner counter, having some coffee and a blue plate breakfast special. With his back to the door, he doesn't see the short, elderly man with the backpack walk in and come up beside him. May I sit here? Sure. It's a free country. Thank you. That's one of the many things I've always admired about this country. The freedom. You're not from around here? No, I'm 
from rather far away. Well, welcome to America. Uh, the waitress should be back in a minute. Uh, she ran across the street to the bank for some singles. Would you happen to be Mr. Brian Russo? Yes. Good. I finally found you. My name is Louis. You've been looking for me, Louis? Oh, yes. Well, you found me. What's up? If it's about that parking ticket last... I'm not a member of law enforcement. I'm here because I need your help. Sorry, but I don't do favors anymore. The last one I did... It didn't work out very well. When you returned a book you found to Mr. Jonathan Willoway? Yes. How could you know that? That's why I'm here. I need to get that book back. My boss is very angry with me for (laughs) having lost it. It's not Willoway's book? Well, his name was on it. It is and it isn't. Uh, It's tough to explain. I don't want the boss upset with me. I I can't take it anymore. Job on the line, huh? Not good in this economy. I hate to think what he'll do to me if I don't recover the volume. Pretty powerful guy. (sighs) Indeed. What is he, a CEO? No, a G-O-D. Huh? God is my boss. I've been a Protestant all my life. I'm in no mood to have someone try to convert me while I'm having my poached eggs. You needn't worry about that. I'm not here to proselytize. I wouldn't dream of it. Good, because that's another thing America was founded on. Freedom of religion. So, uh, if the man upstairs is your boss, you must be a priest. No. A minister, rabbi? No, neither of those. What are you? I'm an angel. Uh Uh-huh. No, I really am. And I'm Elton John. You don't believe me? Nope. Well, I truly am an angel. You sound like a kook to me. I I was afraid of this. (laughs) What would it take to get you to believe me? How about, um, a miracle? Oh, you got the wrong man for that. Angels don't do miracles. Uh, That's reserved for the boss himself. Then how about a little harp music? You angels always have harps in the movies. I didn't bring it with me. Besides, I've always been more of a Sinatra fan myself. (laughs) How about flying, then? Angels do fly. Well, sure we do. Then do that, Louie. A little flight around this diner would convince me that you're an angel. Can you imagine the scene that would create Mr. Russo? Yeah, I suppose you're right. What can you do, then? Well, how about a little flying? Would that do? How little? How about I hover for a bit over this stool? No one would notice that. Uh, Would a little hovering convince you that I am who I say I am? Yeah. You do that, and I'll be convinced. Very well. The proverbial coast looks clear. Here we go. There. There what? Will you put down your coffee and look? Say, you are hovering. Your butt's not on the counter stool. There's nothing there but air. If that's enough of an example, I'd like to stop before I'm noticed. Uh, Yeah, sure, go ahead. Are you convinced now? Yeah. You really are an angel. 
and I'm an angel who needs your help in retrieving Mr. Willoway's book. Why me? Well, you found it in the first place. So? It's only logical to ask for your help in retrieving it. Besides, you're a big, strong guy, and Mr. Willoway scares me. Him? He's a runt. As am I. I've never been the bravest man, Mr. Russo. In life, I was a botany professor. Fighting was never my thing. I, I, I won my last fight by a hundred yards. You ran away? Yes, and, and lived to fight another day. And did you fight another day? No, I've always tried to avoid that, actually. Will you help me in this will-away matter? I suppose so. How'd this book get here, anyway? I dropped it. From heaven? Yes. Everyone on Earth has a life book. That's what we call the volumes. Uh, uh, they help us keep track of all the billions of people who are down here milling about. Well, it sounds like a big job. Oh, it is. And it's my job. Willoway's life book accidentally fell from above and landed in front of you. I'm glad it didn't hit anyone. Falling from that height, it would have packed quite a wallet, much worse than, than dropping pennies off of the Empire State Building. In uh, this day and age, why don't you keep everyone's records on a computer? It would be a lot smaller. That room of books must be awfully big. Oh, it certainly is. My feet really hurt after tramping back and forth among the volumes for eight hours every day. The room with the life books of just the living is larger than several football fields. We keep the books of the deceased separately to avoid confusion. A computer would free up a lot of space. We thought of that, but digitizing all that information would be a huge undertaking. Everything is in books. Some of the records of the long-deceased are on scrolls and even rocks. With all the babies being born, we had many new life books every day. So you dropped one book out of billions. What's the worst that could happen to you? You don't know the boss. Sure, he's usually all sweetness and nice, but you don't want to get on his bad side. If I don't recover that book from Mr. Willoway, I could be given even less desirable duty. Like what? You don't want to know. So, Louie, you said that everyone has one of these... What did you call them? Life books. Yes, everyone has one. Then I have one. You do? I brought it along. Let me get it out of my backpack. I... Uh, I meant to show it to you in the diner. But I forgot. My memory isn't what it uh, what it once was. Say, that looks nice. My name on the cover. Why don't you sit down on that park bench and have a look? Could I? I thought you were in a hurry. We can spare a few minutes. Have a seat. Yep, those are all the addresses I've lived at. They're listed just like they were in Willoway's book. That uh, last entry is in my penmanship. My wife and I have lived there for six years. You've been taking care of the life books for that long? Longer. Time is immaterial in heaven. May, uh, may I have a look inside? Sure, that's why I brought it. Oh, you really have everything covered. You've got dates for my birth, my schooling, and, oh, and there's the day I broke my arm. Wow. Don't look beyond page 651. Why not? That's where we detail your future. You know my future in advance? 
Well, let's say your likely future, the free will all people have, can change that. Why do you plan everyone's future? You can't imagine the chaos there would be if we didn't attempt it. You think my job is tough now with everything in black and white? You better take this back. It's too tempting to look at, and I don't want to mess things up for you. I tell you what, since you're being nice enough to help me, let's look at one future date together. Are you sure that's okay? Don't worry. I cleared it with the boss. Here you are, June 16th, 2011. Uh, the birth of your son. My son? 7.53 a.m., Zachary Brian Russo. Eight pounds, three ounces. But, uh, but, but that's not possible. The doctors have been telling my wife for years that she can't... The doctors are wrong. Doctors have been wrong sometimes. All the way back to Abraham and his wife, Sarah. Wow. Do me a favor. Just uh, let it happen. Don't try to rush it or it may not occur. Oh, don't worry, Louie. I'm not going to do anything to jeopardize that. <laughs> My son. I'm going to be a dad. You can see now why I have to get the Willoway book back. If Mr. Willoway knows so many important facts about his likely future, he could exploit that knowledge and change the balance that we've tried so hard to achieve. You mean that if Willoway gains from what he's learned from his life book, something else might have to give to, to make up the difference? Yes. Balance is everything. Yin and yang. Could it be... Uh, could, could it be... My son? Anything is possible. What might change to make up the difference is beyond my control. Come on, Louie. We gotta stop this guy. I'm not taking any chances with my boy. I'm sorry. I don't know where the previous owner went. No one mentioned a forwarding address? No. The house was vacant when we moved in. I've never heard of this Mr. Willoway. That's all right, Mrs. Leibowitz. Uh, thank you for your time. You're welcome. I hope you'll find your friend. Doomed! That's what I am! I'm doomed! What are you talking about? The big guy won't like this. How, how are we ever going to find Willoway now? Relax. There are ways to track him down. There are? Of course there are. Uh, when did you die, Louie? In 1902. Things have changed a lot since then. Nowadays, everyone has an electronic paper trail. We'll find them. I told you we'd find them. Take a gander at that house. What a step up. It makes the other one look like a summer cottage. It's very nice. Where do you think he got the money? Oh no! What's wrong? The money. I'll bet I know where it came from. It's in his book. You read Willoway's life book? No, but the boss filled me in before I came down here. He remembers everything. Where'd the money come from? Willoway's Uncle Milton is very wealthy. He made a lot of money in oil stocks. So there you go. Milty must have died and left Willoway a bundle. I don't think so. From what the boss told me, that 
death isn't scheduled until January of 2014. You don't think Willoway offed his uncle, do you? Offed? Killed him to get the money? I suppose it's possible. I certainly hope not. Milty's death was listed in the future section of Willoway's book? Yes, because of the dramatic effect it would have on Willoway. Inheriting all that money really changed... really will change his life. Do you think... he... Do you think he... offed his uncle? It could be. You said that our free will can change the possible future listed for us in our book. It can. So if Willoway knocked off his uncle, voila, instant cash. Maybe his uncle simply died earlier than scheduled. Could that have happened? Well, sure, he could have slipped on a banana peel or fallen into one of those uh, tree-shredding machines. It sounds like you've seen those things happen. You'd be surprised at how people died. We've seen all kinds of examples up in heaven. Someone showed up last year after being killed by a cranky garage door. Really? We later learned that his shih tzu had been gnawing on the control. So much for man's best friend. I would say so. If we make the assumption that Willoway used the information in the book to change his future, we have to get the book back immediately before he alters anything else. Now that he's learned what he can do with the information in the book... Are there any other relatives he can knock off? There are a number of future events he could hasten. Any one of them could benefit him in some way. Boy, Mr. Russo, I'm glad you're here. Uh, why? If Willoway is taking advantage of the book, it's unlikely he'll simply hand it over. Your brawn will come in handy. Do you have an appointment with Mr. Willoway? No, we don't. Then I'm afraid I can't allow... You're his bodyguard, aren't you? That's right. The name's Cortez. Jonathan knows me. We met at his old house a month or two ago. I returned a prized possession to him. I'm sure he'll remember me. Your name, sir? Brian Russo. Very well. Why don't you and your companion have a seat by the fire? Mrs. Wentworth, will you please tell Mr. Willoway he has visitors? Certainly, Mr. Cortez. I'll stay out here and keep the gentleman company. Visitors, Mrs. Wentworth? Yes, sir, Mr. Willoway. Two gentlemen. One of them is Mr. Brian Russo. I don't know anyone by that name. He says you do, sir. I heard him tell Mr. Cortez that he met you a month or two ago at your old home and returned a prized possession. No, still nothing. Now let me put on the security monitor and have a look. Do you know him, sir? Now that I see him, yes, I know the big guy. I don't know who the old man is. Will you be meeting with them? Yes, I think I can spare them a few minutes. I'll escort them into your office then, sir. No, Pamela. No? I'll come out to them and sit by the fire. If you say so, sir. And Mrs. Wentworth. Yes, sir? Tell Mr. Cortez to stand ready.
Can I offer either of you refreshments? I'm fine. No, thank you. I'm so pleased to make your acquaintance again, Mr. Russo. Really? You weren't too pleased to meet me the first time. No. That I remember. You wondered if I was an identity thief and threatened to call the cops on me. I'm sorry. I remember now. I was having a bad day. Things seem to have gotten better. I'm sorry, sir. We haven't met. This is my friend, Lewis. Pleased to meet you. And you. You certainly seem to have improved your station in life. Yes. All it took was some business savvy and some luck. And some money. Well, of course, money. That goes without saying. It is the lifeblood of the American economy, is it not? Where'd that money come from? You'll excuse me, but that is not something you need to know. It's all right, Cortez. Louis, that wasn't very nice. I'm sorry. Mr. Willoway could have found that money in any number of ways. Exactly. He could have applied for a bank loan or found a lost wallet. That's right. Or read about some ways to make money in a book. A book? Oh, you do remember the book I brought back to you. I'm afraid not. Hey, Louie, give me mine. Here. It looked pretty much like this one, except your name was on the cover. I don't recall you bringing me a book. Well, that's funny, because I certainly do. We need it back. I wish I could help you, gentlemen. If I ever had such a book, and I'm taking your word on this, Mr. Russo, I think I must have left it at the old house. I doubt that very much. Why is that? It's a very special book. It deals with the past, the present, and the future. I'm not in the habit of reading science fiction. How about a murder mystery? On occasion. Have you read the one about the ungrateful nephew who kills his uncle after learning... Gentlemen, I'm afraid our meeting is over. I have no more time to spare for either of you. How is your Uncle Milton, Mr. Willoway? Cortez, will you kindly show our visitors out? Yes, sir. Do be careful on the walkway, gentlemen. The cold weather has made it somewhat slippery. I'd hate for either of you to get hurt. Did you get a load of that bodyguard? I thought Lincoln had stepped off of Mount Rushmore. I, I really need to get that life book back. Do you have any idea what it would be like to have someone mad at you for eternity? Yes. I'm married. But don't worry, we'll get it back. How? We'll break in late tonight and take the book. But, but that's a crime. Nothing gets by you, Louie. It's illegal. So is murder. If Willoway did that... You saw the way he reacted when I hinted at it. He did it. I can't break into anyone's house. <laughs> then you're lucky you have me around. You know how to do that? I grew up on the poor side of town. I lived and learned. What if we're caught? We won't be. Don't worry. It'll be a piece of cake. I didn't even see a security system. Uh, that'll make it all the easier. <laughs> we don't even know where the book is. We can't be rummaging around looking for it. Oh, I know where it is. Where? In one of those bookcases beside the fireplace. Right where we were sitting? Right. What better place to hide a valuable book than with other books? Back so soon, gentlemen? Willoway. How did you get in here? You'd be surprised what you can use a credit card for. We found the book. What book? 
The book you didn't have. Oh, that book. Yes, I remember it now. Of course you do. You read it, particularly the later pages. Now that we have what we came for, we'll be going. Not with my book, you won't. I'm not done thinking about how I can use it yet. I need it. But you have lots of books here. You'll hardly miss one. <laughs> Besides, there are two of us, and only one of you. I think this gun makes us even. Give me the book. I didn't count on that. Here's your book. Now, if both of you leave quietly and never darken my doorstep again, I see no reason to call the authorities. Come on, Louie. No! What? I'm not leaving without that book. I've come too far and gone through too much not to get it back. Give it to me, Mr. Willoway. Don't move, Louie. I'll put a bullet in you. I swear it. You'll only be wasting your bullet. Give me the book and we'll leave. What the... The bullet went right through you. I told you not to bother firing. Now give me the book. No. <coughs> I got him. <coughs> Let go of me, Russo. I'll shoot you too. Uh, get the gun, Louie. Got it. Give me the book, Willoway. No. There's so much more I can do with it. <coughs> give it to me or I'll break your arm. Done. It fell in the fireplace. Uh, get it, Louie. Back, Mr. Russo. Uh, this isn't going to be pretty. What's going on? The life book is burning and taking one away with it. Soon both of them will be nothing but cinder. But we can't let this happen. I can still get the book out of the fire. It's too late. Not the conclusion I wanted, but so ends Jonathan Willoway. Who? Jonathan Will... Oh, that's right. As a corporeal being, you wouldn't remember him. He never existed to you. Uh, uh, who are you? What am I doing here? I'll explain what I can later. We better get out of here. Do you think the boss will be mad about the book, St. Peter? I doubt it. He's a reasonable man. It's not your fault what happened to Willoway's life book. Some things in other people's lives will have to be adjusted, of course. But it shouldn't take much to make up for Willoway's absence and bring about order again. Perhaps the birth of Brian Russo's son could be moved up a bit. <laughs> Perhaps. That would be a suitable reward for his help in the Willoway matter. I'll mention that to the boss, as you call him. Thanks. Uh, could you mention one other thing? Certainly. Maybe we could finally get a computer and digitize all of this. These rooms are getting awfully crowded. I, I'd hate to lose another book. I can mention that to him. We've always put that on hold, though, because of the great deal of time such a project would involve. It's only going to get worse if we do nothing. Who will do all the work? I will. You, Lewis? Sure, why not? What does time matter up here?
And so biography comes to a close. If the boss goes for the idea, Lewis, a.k.a. Louie, will certainly have a big job ahead of him. He'd better enlist some help, as new books are added every day, including, eventually, one for Brian Russo's son, Zachary. Our special thanks to the voices of H. Keith Lyons as Brian Russo, Peter Catt as Jonathan Willoway, Julie Hoverson as the narrator, H. Keith Lyons as Louie, Nay Marie as Mrs. Leibowitz, H. Keith Lyons as Cortez, Bernadette Groves as Mrs. Pamela Wentworth, and H. Keith Lyons as St. Peter. Biography was written by Mike Murphy. The producer was Katie Daynart. The assistant producer was Mike Murphy. The mixer was Jim Smagata. The script editor was Arlene Osborne. The webmaster is April Sadowski. The art director is Alexa Chipman. We would also like to thank Captain John Tadrzak of Misfits Audio for airing this show. Mike Murphy, the author of this story, gratefully acknowledges the continued help of Arlene Osborne in the betterment of his scripts. This production is for enjoyment purposes only. I'm your narrator, Julie Hoverson. This is an original production by Misfits Audio, copyright 2010. Music by Kevin McLeod.